Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the most unhinged book club you'll ever be a part of, the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan, and we are back with another random recap episode for you guys. If you're new here, we are a book club, but like most book clubs, we tend to talk about a million other things besides the book at hand. We are self-professed chaotic mood readers, and when we aren't reviewing our book club pick, we wanted to share the other shows, movies, podcasts, and books that we've been into lately. Yeah, and if if you aren't new here, then you would probably also know that we are obsessed with Taylor Swift, and... I just wanted to talk real quick, use our use our normal banter time, right? Mm, to just mm-hmm. talk about Taylor Swift TikTok because it is such a a deep realm, a deep world. There's there's the Gaylers, the Hatlers, which is like a, a world in and of itself. Then there's just like the vinyl collectors, um, the memorabilia collectors who are constantly like showing their super cool unique stuff, which I, I love. All of it. Don't get me wrong. But like, I recently seen a lot of videos similar to the one that you sent our like group message this morning. This morning, that's, yeah. That's kind of like educating you on Taylor Swift. Like, I guess, I don't know, show decorum, if you will. But like, for me, I brought my sister on the red tour, which is like, first off, a fucking amazing time to be alive. Okay. Yeah. But she didn't know any of that. And I never felt the need to be like, let me tell you what we say right here. And she fucking loved it. And watching her watch everybody else do it, kind of like, whoa, holy shit. Like, it's yeah. so fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, part of me gets that, like, people do want to be a part of it. But yeah. I also think there's something magical about, like, owning and accepting where you became a Taylor Swift fan. Because I feel like... I was a speak now Swifty. That's when I started. Some people like you started like county fair level. Nobody knew her. (laughs) And that's amazing. But like it almost becomes this like, can I out Swift you? Like, do you know what I mean? I think it depends on like how you take it. Because like I think about this, like an example, like our hometown, we have the bandits. If you yeah. have ever been to a Bandits game, there are National Lacrosse League. Yes. There are wild chance that the stadium will erupt into at mm-hmm. different times. Probably like most sports teams, right? Like yeah. have their own thing. Never been to something to this level. Like the Bills, like we do the hey, you know, we have a couple things, but this level is wild. And I remember going to like my first Bandits game and people breaking out into the box chant. And I'm like, what in the hell is I going is this? on? <laughs> yeah. And so I think. But did like, you wish you would have had like a YouTube or were you like kind of fine learning it like in the moment? Like, it kind of made me go like, so, but then like the next time I wanted to, I wanted to know and I wanted to do it. Yeah. So I can see where like, if people are telling people about like the delicate or whatever, like if you've not, if this is your first show, right. Where some people have been going to millions of shows Mm -hmm. like this, like I've gone, I've seen her at the state County fair. I've never seen her at this level. Um, so I think it kind of depends on where you're at, like how you want to be included, like where you want to be now. I know the let's go bitch thing, but that's from the internet. I saw the one thing that she did and I was like, we know all these things. That's fine. Sometimes I'm like, I've never heard of that, but all right. Um, And so I think it just depends on what, you know, whatever. But I I think it is nice for if that's what you want. Like you want to like, 
know all the things and stuff, because what I think is very helpful, like you said, like the etiquette stuff, but I think some of the things that people will give if they've been to a lot of tours mm-hmm. is the like, how to get noticed, like things I know. like you shouldn't do. I think for, for some people that this is their first thing or whatever, like, I think it's nice if that's what you're looking for, that you can find that yeah. on the internet. But I'm like, are you going to get noticed doing the same exact chant as thousands and thousands? Like, I don't know. That's chant, where I'm kind of like, like when they're talking about like your outfit or like who to look out for, like, it's a know, lot of seating and a lot of, it's a lot because people say all these things. Right. And meanwhile, I went to her house and I didn't fucking do anything out of the normal of just being me. People literally were like, what did you do? Who do you know? What? And I was like, I don't know. Like once in a while, I'd, post a picture of shoes I saw at the mall and be like, Ooh, these are so like Taylor, like once in a while, I didn't post about Taylor. I didn't talk about Taylor nearly as much as I do now. The girl that thinks she's Taylor on TikTok. No, quite literally not at all. And that's what pissed people off the most. I think was that I like, didn't care. (laughs) Like what is up with that girl? I'm sorry. Ashley, the, yeah, she's like getting all legal and litigious about it. I just don't even, because I think that's her name is like, it's Ashley. Like, no, I think like, it I is Ashley, but like, uh, girl. Yeah, I'm not heard. That's there's the point. a level. People, like, there's like a her, level. like, how come you got invited to Taylor's? I'm like, because I'm like kind of sane. Like, <laughs> she I, didn't think I'd like make a coat out of her skin. Like, you're fucking crazy. Uh, and when you yeah. act crazy, why would it? Anyways, this is why we can't have nice things. Um, but I'm yeah. just kind of like, to me, I am just like a concert lover enthusiast in general. And going to a Taylor Swift show is like, it's like traveling to, you know, a, a holy land that we we are lucky enough to have gotten tickets for. And I'm like, just go and enjoy it. Don't worry about remembering a chant. Like, I don't know. I get what you're saying, but I also am like, just have fun. That's where, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not they like, not, I'm not like, fuck included. that TikToker. She's annoying. But I'm just saying like, live your life. Don't stress out. And like, you have to study to go to a show. Like, just have fun. Like. I love the outs- the outfit inspos though. Anyways. Oh my god, those are like amazing. those are super fun. Like I'm like, please give me more of that. But like, don't make. I almost make it. It feels like people have to like be a certain way to show up there, and it's like, no, come as you are, have mm. fun. I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited to see the outfits though, because that was I feel like the most exciting thing about like Harry's tour last year. Oh was my god, I'm so jealous of everybody's outfits. Show. Yeah, and everybody was in these like amazing like 70s wide leg pant, little top, mm. crazy hair, and they were all doing that same thing like <laughs> video. It was so good. I'm like, I can't. I I'm so excited to see people's like outfits and stuff because like I'll say like I've never gotten dressed up for a show ever like I'm just not you know like like here's a nice outfit normal right I'm you know I've never thought about like a costume right I've never in this year we have so much time like we do but we don't yeah like oh I already have I already have shoes I'm like I I already made my shoe decision and I was like all right now I have to go off of like now I'm building off of this um so, I can see that. Know. That's a safe decision. Are these cute? Can I stand in them? Now let's build the outfit around it. The answer is no, but I'm going to figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> like I will be but then standing. I did see somebody that like, or maybe you sent it to me or I saw it. Someone had like painted Air Force Ones. Oh um, my God. Gorgeous. So pretty. Like these midnight ones. And I was like, or is the route to paint sneakers? <laughs> hey, I've With got a guy. Sneakers. 
like yeah, instead that of you know instead Options. of the crazy ass shoes so I don't know but um but I'm excited like my countdown keeps counting down and it, it I know everyone happy. who didn't get Taylor Swift tickets is like fuck you guys and stop listening but we're sorry <laughs> we're I know sorry. but I keep I do keep seeing that they are we did survive the great war giving right giving more opportunities to buy like I yeah. keep seeing it someone posts like oh we got this notification we got that notification so I'm hoping that maybe by the time it opens like more of that like whatever and then there's a really cool project that started with somebody buying the suites in the stadiums and like okay doing some sort of like raffle for people who didn't get tickets oh um, interesting wanting like ultimate swifty fans who didn't get tickets and like raffling them like to be able to like still experience it and be like in a suite there or whatever this like girl I've seen it on TikTok she seems really nice she's like a mom and she was like just had an idea about like a suite or whatever how much it would cost and it was like whatever it was it was very feasible and then it was like then all of a sudden people were like excited about this and they're like no, no no let's do this and then they were like mm-hmm. trying to get deals and do them different cities to try to like rectify it for people seems interesting leave it to swifties they brought down the price of eggs and now we're figuring it out how to get to taylor swift this is what we do ingenuity this is what we do speaking of what we do we also talk about (laughs) talk about books books and shows did you watch any shows the only show i'm watching and i'm just like in the middle of it trying to catch up is the mandalorian um i've finally gotten into it like, oh you never watched later. it originally oh cool it, it is. And i'm a huge star wars nerd so it's just like mm, this thing and pedro to. yes although he never shows his face so it's I like know. you just hear the voice i just think about um, the face i just think about him being like i'm your daddy mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah so the new season starts like march 3rd or something so it's coming so I'm like all right I need to watch all of these because my son is super into it mm-hmm. so I'm like all right I'll catch up so that we can watch it together so that's the only show that I've watched that's like new to me oh um, we'll definitely we'll talk about the new one when it comes on for sure and I, I keep watching that um not dead yet with Gina Rodriguez and it is just hilarious and I love it oh yeah you talked about that on the side my piece, little teaser, yeah. I was gonna say feel free to like recap that again if yeah not. if you love jane the virgin like this is a show for you it's not hulu. at all that kind of thing but like yes it's a hulu show but it's Gina rodriguez it's so funny it's cc from new girl jane um i'm also jane. proud of i'm proud of she you comes, for getting into your hulu shows but go on i know she comes and um takes over an obituary beat at a newspaper and it's like apparently like I don't say haunted but I guess by um basically whoever is like in charge of obituaries can like hear and see the person that is dead that they are covering for like that week and so it's like all of a sudden she's like is it heartwarming or like yes funny and funny it's heartwarming and funny it's both so like Mm, the, the, the dead people are like it's very funny some of them like the the one episode recently the girl was like a very much like an og girl boss that like she made like books on tape of like telling you how to get your inner wolf and like just Uh. silliness of like you know whatever of like trying to get her to like get her goals and gumption and stuff and then like another one is this man and he died and like his wife and whatever and he was very funny like curmudgeon whatever and then at the end was like a heartwarming thing where 
you know, she, she can see, uh, she, she meets his wife, right? Like the wife or whatever, and like has a mm-hmm. heartwarming moment. So it's, it's nice. It's funny. It's heartwarming. It's 30 minutes. Like the characters are great. I'm, I'm really loving it. I think it's hilarious. Nice. So, yeah, so we'll see. There was a little, I will say there was a little like, um, the first episode, like when it aired and stuff, because her roommate has as Asperger's, Asperger's, however you say that. Yeah, I meant to like talk to you and... about this because you talked about that last time, right? Yes. Amy mm-hmm. Schumer educated me during her comedy tour because I've said that my cousin was yep. diagnosed with the same title. Yep. Apparently, it's not used anymore because Dr. Asperger, Asperger was like a Nazi doctor. Oh. So they're like, we just say, because it is part of the spectrum. So they're yeah. just like ASD. It's autism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I for think some reason sometimes people do still use it, but I don't think they under- yeah. obviously understand why we don't want to use yeah. it. Anymore. I don't remember now if, I think, she, I think <clears throat> she says something like, cause he's just, he's being so rude and weird. Yeah. Her. And so she just kind of like spits it out. Like, are you autistic? Oh, yeah, yeah. And and he's like, yeah, I have Asperger's or whatever. And she's uh-huh. like, oh my God. Like, and he's like, I didn't say I'm dying. Like just, yeah, like, you know, they move whatever. But so, so people thought that that was distasteful and whatever. And, uh-huh. and, and they're like, well, the character that is playing the guy that is playing, he is autistic. And he, he's like, you know, I chose this role for a reason you know, whatever he's in all these shows and stuff. He's like, I'm not, everybody's offended by different things. He's like, but I am not like, I'm doing this to portray this, you know, whatever. I live a very full, happy life. And I think it's a funny joke. And like, he's just, Mm -hmm. he's fine. So do with it what you will. I have no personal stake in it. I thought it was, you know, it was lighthearted and funny and done well in the right way. Didn't seem like it was ill whatever and yeah didn't by the end of the episode right she's yeah. learned and right and then they're cohabitating peacefully right. they're they're becoming friends and you know whatever so um but just so you know that's how that started out but um yeah it's really it's I mean just- I love seeing like ASC in media more like just people yeah. with different abilities in television I think Mm -hmm. it's important and I think it's very frustrating to me sometimes when whether it's books movies whatever people are like you know this author has a different background than the character they wrote about so they shouldn't write about it because they don't know and I'm like yeah but if we all only wrote about our own experience what a boring you know selection of books we and (laughs) movies we'd have to choose from and then we'd also complain there's no representation so it's like, well, do you want the representation or do you like, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think we need to come at things from a different way. Like if there was something about it, like be constructive. Don't just be like, this person shouldn't write about this because they don't know it. And it's like, well, right. We're going to cancel the show. That just let's say what's wrong with it. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's a, um, there's a comedian on, I do think I just saw this today and I, I think I meant to send it to you and I forgot to, but there's like a, the comedian is like a very handsome man on TikTok and people always ask him to roast him. They, they're like, Hey, roast me. I think his name's Matt Okay, or something. You might've seen him, but like maybe he in the audience, 
I don't know what his connection is to it, but he asked if anybody in the audience was autistic. And this woman says like, oh, you know, my son is or whatever. And he says, he's like, where does your son, you know, fall on the spectrum? And she's like, you know, he's nonverbal. And he's like, okay, so like very, you know, very high on the spectrum. And he's like, but what's your son's thing? Like the thing that he's, you know, better at than everybody else. And she's saying how her son's like, you know, with numbers and letters and da, da, da. And he's like, see, he goes, that kid's going to make that kid goes, that kid's going to rob a casino one day and make you a very wealthy <laughs> mother. You're like, that kid's going to be a genius. And he's like, you got to think of the positives people. He's like, listen, you're yeah. always warning your kids not to talk to strangers. He doesn't want to talk to anybody. And he's <laughs> like, you know, whatever. And the parent was like, the mom was like dying. And she's like, that's like, you know, like a good, whatever. It was just very funny the way he like <laughs> told it. I don't know what his like relation is to it that he was like asking, but she she was like you know whatever and so someone that must have been with them they like made something for him and he was like look at that like you know and he's mm-hmm. like genius like, love it I know that was kind of how Amy cute. Schumer was with her stand-up was just like let's like her husband, just right? normalized yeah like let's just yeah. normalize talking about people on the spectrum because they're like they're not it's not weird it's just like your brain fires in a different way like right. different things stimulate you and I don't know. I just, I love that. So I think that's great. It makes me want to watch it more, even though like I'm a morbid girly. So why I didn't immediately want to go watch it. I don't, I don't know. Just because I have other shit. I used to be obsessed with like ID discovery and you know, Hulu, I'm very prone to whatever they pop in front of me on the main screen. I'm like, "Hmm, Uh what's that? So I am influenced by them. What did you watch the same show as me? Did you see? No, 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 no. no. Speaking of Did you see the Madeline McCann thing? Oh, God. No, this is a rabbit hole. We don't have time for it. Yes, we. I did, but I didn't. We have okay. to talk about it we later. Don't, well, yeah, I, I didn't <laughs> go super far into it, but you just said that, and I was like, I li- that literally just came up on my For You page. I haven't gone into the rabbit hole, oh but God. like, I know because I just- test. Oh, that's actually wild. Well, Can we'll have imagine? results. Right, we're going to have results. Corey read the results. The parents. <laughs> That would be it's a special primetime edition of more but like Focus. it seems legit that the parents are like yeah we're gonna test her like she's okay. wild like just... i hope if it's not her because it seems like regardless she's a missing person that she yeah. found, they find who it is well hey but those 23 of me is we found a lot of people um my best like... friend's husband found out he had nine siblings and he grew up as an only child that's crazy um Right. So anyways, ID discovery. <laughs> they have this thing called like the Playboy Mansion murders. And now I already know about like Dorothy Stan, but I was like, murders, like what other murders? Mm-hmm. And there's like five or six episodes. And I don't think any of them have to do with Dor- Dorothy Stan, actually, because um, they covered her in the Chippendales thing pretty, mu- pretty mm. much. But it was just so interesting. It's hosted by Holly Madison, who literally, I mean, I know these people get so much work done, but I'm like, bitch does not age. Like she looks exactly the same as she did. Probably better than when she was on Girl Next Door or whatever that show oh was. God. But it was I... just weird looking back at a time, like those early 2000s, when she was just talking about like the zeitgeist of Playboy and how it really yeah. was like so acceptable. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's racy, but like, it's almost like classy racy. Like if you do these naked photos, it's not the same as like Hustler, you know, it's right. different. It's not only fans. Yeah. Well, it's like, <laughs> yeah. It's just, it, was, it was good though. I, I miss Holly Madison. I mean, yeah. 
That's it's funny. It's a good show. It was like people stories that I had not heard of at all. Hmm. So I'm like, wow, how did they they really buried this shit? Right. Is he alive or dead? Half? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's dead. I don't think she'd be doing this story. I was thinking about that when I was listening to like the interviews and some of the stuff she had to say about Playboy. I was like, I don't Mm -hmm. think she'd be doing this if he was alive. I really don't. Like, I think she loved him enough, at least as like a person that. To not. Yeah. uh (laughs) But girls, she was talking about so casually. She's like, oh, yeah, like, like part. Oh, I didn't know this girl who got murdered. I didn't know her. But like the girl I was good friends with, like half other girlfriends besties with her like past mm-hmm. other girlfriend it's just so weird yeah like so many you're like what the fuck oh yeah his other other uh-huh. I met his I met his girlfriend Kendra uh yeah that she Ken- was one of the three right yeah when Holly, she was- Kendra and yeah when she was married to Hank yes um because that show yes their son their son was in my class when I taught at Jimbury in LA um so I met her that way because she was the parent coming in with him sometimes most of times it was with her juicy couture sweatpants like literally okay like just I mean a mom right rolling on a bed in sweatpants like it wasn't like she came in full beat anything um but the dad I remember like not thinking he would be in person he was so fine I was like okay get it Mm -hmm. and their kid was gorgeous you're like not to be weird but their kid was gorgeous like well because it like at the the time because this child had like crazy like her or their like green eyes and then like this beautiful like mixed skin tone and then like lighter curly hair I remember that he was bilingual he spoke uh, English and Spanish like it was crazy just a little cutie little cutie cutes um so yeah that's all speaking of cuties did you watch any movies Oh my god. So I watched you should watch this because it was just very funny. Um, I watched the the new movie on Netflix, You People. Oh, I was gonna talk about that. I watched half of it, so I guess I need to finish it. It was good. I love Julia Luigi. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. So basically, so like if you guys don't know, like it's Eddie Murphy's family, um, (laughs) black Muslims, and then uh Julie Louise Dreyfus is uh of like a Jewish family in LA and Jonah Hill is her son and essentially their children are going to marry each other. So, you know, white Jew, black Muslim, and like the culture clash <laughs> between them um, yeah. is just wild. The parents, like they just, the gaffes of like, especially her character, just trying so hard to be, cool relatable relatable. somebody who you don't relate to like it's okay normalize not relating to everything like it's okay to be different from people and then the dad is just like insanely judgy of jonah like he had this idea of this like big black muslim man that was going to be perfect and marry his daughter and now she's marrying this smaller jewish you know white guy like it's just it's so funny the whole thing through like once you get to the end it's like really like heartwarming whatever but i just i need to finish it but i had nothing but great things to say so funny yeah yeah i i recommend i mean he was a podcaster so loved that yes i love the the podcast aspect of it about obama i was pissing myself laughing Mm -hmm. 
Um, I love Obama, like so yeah, that it wasn't off with a bang. Yeah. It was just so funny and just not being taken seriously as a podcaster. You're like, okay, yeah. I relate mm-hmm. to that. Like somebody joking about your dreams. Like, yeah. I just thought it was. Uh, I am not of either of those parties. I am not mm-hmm. Jewish, nor am I black Muslim. So I can't relate. But as like an outsider watching it, I just thought it was like very interesting. Yeah. Just seeing. And you can, you know, you can, the, 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 your family, yeah. not, you know, family dynamics like that, everybody can relate to. Like yeah. just, you know, obviously the culture thing, but the family is like you know, whatever. So it was really funny. Watch it the whole way through. So I need to finish it. Yeah. Um, you'll never believe a movie I did watch the whole way through. I went to a movie theater, which never happens. Um, I also, it was my mom invited me. So you're gonna, I didn't, I don't even think I told you this, but my mom's like oh yeah we've been meeting to like go do like mom daughter like let's hang out more we don't have time yeah. so let's hang out without kids like go out. she's like want to go see magic mike with me and i'm like wait what first off i didn't even know there was a new magic mike until that day i had not seen a trailer i don't know oh the God, I love it. premise not that i was there for the plot you know but i was like sure let's go see Magic Mike. So it's like I get blitz, hop in the car, go see Magic Mike baked with my mom, just snacking on all the snacks. First off, Salma Hayek. Wow. Just stunning. And I'm not even gonna be one of those people who's like for her age. No, she's fucking stunning. Period. Period. Yeah. Um, gorgeous. But like I'm not even somebody who's super big on Channing Tatum. That's why my first comment had to be about Selma Hayek because she's fucking stunning. But like that dance like reminded me like, girl, you still, you know, you're still attracted to penis. (laughs) If you know anything, I am bisexual. And like most bisexual women, I'm only attracted to my husband and pretty much fucking hate every other man on the face of the planet. So my mom asked me to go see this movie. I was like, men, I gotta go see men. Like I was so all about right, like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the movie Hustlers, you know. I was more about that than yeah, seeing yeah, yeah. Magic Mike. Oh, just person- so good, yeah. Seriously, like I, exactly, like J Lo's striptease. I was like, I'd rather see that all day long than Channing Tatum. But it was good. Like when she offered him him like a six thousand dollar lap dance. Like she's like, what do I get for like this much? I'm like, oh, I would love to know because obviously I'll never buy a six thousand dollar lap dance. Um, no, nope. she got her money's worth. She truly did. Um, like when he started testing out like furniture equipment to see how sturdy it was, I was like shook. I literally hit the recliner on the seat cushion. I thought it was good. If you like dance choreography movies, whatever. Again, I wasn't there for the plot, but Channing Tatum's yeah. super hot. Hey. Right, exactly. I've never seen a dude do like a lap dance where he only used support of his arms and just body rolled his groin mm-hmm. toward a woman's face. But I was like, yeah. <laughs> Not I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, I could, okay. Sarah J. Moss needs to come watch this <laughs> and like, we could. Present Talk city three boys. <laughs> yeah, not oh my god. I would I went home when I <laughs> when I tell you I went home that night because it was the first day it came out and I was like, 
trying to find the fucking scene again I could not find it anywhere I gotta research it it was so good and if I find it I will send it to you but just the first it was like within the first 10 minutes you could have left it after that yeah literally could have because you didn't miss anything else but you know I was forced to see that movie and it was a movie (laughs) it was like a movie I think that it's always gonna be our joke forever and I love it (laughs) no but like literally there was nothing else to say about it like yeah I can't be like Mm. wow I don't really like Selma Hayek's getting a divorce and she wants to shove it like her husband's face and like by taking his family's theater and taking it from like this fancy production to like a strip a male striptease basically I love it yeah love I'm it. like it's rom com it's a Tessa Bailey book you know but mm, made okay. into a movie yeah. like there's not a it's not super deep gotcha <laughs> it mean, was okay I, I wasn't expecting hey. it to be um have you listened to any podcasts um I was gonna say th- it's a local one um mm-hmm. my friend Emily Louie has a podcast called Mostly All Figured Out So, uh, shout out to Emily. She just, um, just like about like 30 somethings trying to figure out, you know, Mm -hmm. what, where you're going when you get that third life crisis and all the things. Um, and she just has like a nice voice to listen to. And she's been interviewing some great people, some friends, um, and it was just like really good to listen to. She had one of my best friends on the other day and I was like, this is like, I was like, I know both of you, but like, I really loved this episode. Just listening You're like, to you. I know I'm a little biased. Well, now I, I want to listen stuff. to it. Cause I'm like, I get that. What the hell am I doing next? What's yeah. Going? Yeah. And there's always like a, you know, a theme, um, you know, to the episode and stuff or the, or the interview that she does. So, um, yeah. So shout out to Emily. Um, I know she Ew. listens to us, so yeah. I know I want to interview more people but like we could just get the most and I'm not even slamming people because I don't know but we get the most random interview requests in our <laughs> Instagram because it'll be books that I'm like I don't I've never heard of this book and like it's super nice when authors will actually send us a book because then we're like well now we can consider putting it on our show but like we can't I know this is like weird but it is kind of a brand even though it's a half-baked brand literally um like we can't just be like, yeah, sure, we'll be. like I've never read it before. Yeah, we'll interview you. Like, no, we have to yeah. like at least see you. <laughs> to like, read I mean, it. It's not like a confession about you eating children or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I need to know. Um I don't think I listen to any podcast that I haven't already talked about before. I finally started trying to get back into the toast. Not that there was anything against it. I've just been listening to so many audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And my regular like day-to-day shit I haven't been doing so I'm yeah. like I miss the pop culture world what is going on and they talked all about that Kelsey Ballerini um album oh. and everything and it was just yeah. yeah I'm like now I know what the fuck's going on like I don't know what's going on unless I listen to the toast so mm-hmm. not that they need any you know help but that's yeah. always my recommendation <laughs> mm, what about you you're new you already talked about your friends podcast that's really it i've been so crazy um yeah so get my good reads out (laughs) the first thing um i'll say is i read tessa's new book um secretly yours okay i'm not gonna give any spoilers i will just say that a plus it's so Cute. cute it's you know um um 
the the female character you know has a crush on this guy in high school she just kind of was like held that torch for forever and he comes whirling back into the town to help his parents out and she gets drunk one night and sends him uh leaves him a little anonymous love note just to mm-hmm. just to let it out um and you know all the all the hilarity that ensues um so yeah, yeah I haven't even just gotten like, to the note part yet so I'm like excited about it cute funny yeah. rom-com spicy adorable I love the setup for the next book like I I just love it like I Tessa never misses in my opinion like it's just a mm-hmm. great book I liked it I recommend it it's a cute little February read but obviously read it whenever um I liked all like the wine aspect of it like it's in like a vineyard in Napa and stuff and like I liked it I know especially when it's cold here I'm just kind of like imagining that California sunshine with the light breeze and I'm like this just sat really nicely you know yeah yeah it's cozy um I've read and I'll just put them all together but I read the like not so meet cute like trilogy um, yeah, Megan McQuince. I read the first, second, and then the newest one that just came out this last month, long time coming. I never read any of them, so I read them all back to back. Um, and it's like about brothers. Mm. Um, and loved it. They yeah. were they were so good. They were like there was an enemies to lovers, there was a fake relationship, there was, you know, like a pine, like there was a best friend situation. Like they just were all great in their mm. own ways um highly recommend I feel like I read a book of hers like maybe two years ago yeah and it was just like very like it was fine but it was like fade to blood like it just wasn't what I thought Mm -hmm. it was gonna be and so I just honestly was like I'm not gonna read any more of the books because I feel like it's not but then I saw TikToks of people saying like oh my god no it's spicy it's funny Mm -hmm. it's this 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 it's not like your mother's book because that's what she wrote yeah no it's it is but it's spicy um, Isn't it good. funny? Like we've talked about this though, like the book covers changing people's attitudes about books as well. Yeah. Like I guess what we would consider, you know, quote unquote, like your mother's type of romance would be yes. like a Harlequin type of cover. Yep. And I would kind of look at a lot of books personally. I mean, I did admittedly judge books by their cover and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like Tessa's old book covers wouldn't oh, have made me pick them up. Never. Mostly because you're like, I just want to be able to like read at the doctor's office and I don't <laughs> need them fucking right? knowing what I'm reading. Like, oh my God. So I have like, a story. again, if you know, you know, if you see yeah. and you're like, it's a cute cover, you're like, oh yeah, it's like a no, rom-com. But people who know are like, mm-hmm, yeah, rom-com. My sister had, I don't know which book it is, but my sister had a um, Colleen Hoover book. Mm-hmm. that she took on her trip to visit her boyfriend and she was flying back home and like apparently whatever it was was like a slow burn and then it got to like the sexy part and she was literally sitting in between her boyfriend's mother and father so she just she goes I just put the book down You're I was like, so mad oh, we'll read I this couldn't, later I couldn't read it and then I was just like sitting there like doo, 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 what do I do and I was like that's why I have I'm so happy I have a kindle that I could switch to something else mm-hmm. and continue Continue to read or whatever and not True. be like well crap now what do I do like that's why I really love mine because I can I just know like, you gotta travel with like four physical read. books and a Kindle yeah. <laughs> so like I always ha- I do have like a physical but I always have my Kindle because I have so many on there that I can pop around like when my mood changes 
Oh my god, Ugh, listen. So funny. The fact like even thinking about going on vacation with a book gives me uh those winter blues because like it was this time last year and we first started the podcast and I was like planning my trip to Jamaica and I was like, what book is my, am I going to pack? And that's when I read It Happened One Summer. That was my first Tessa Bailey. Yeah. So like it's always has such a great place for me. I was like, my first copy was so battered from being like poolside yeah. by the sand. And I'm like, oh, can't wait yeah. to like fucking read a book in the sand. Like, well, and it's so funny to me too, uh, because when we first started this and we were talking about this, you were like, you were like, I'm, I'm not like a romance, like smutty girly. It's like not my thing. I do and like then, a storyline too. Yeah. Like, right. Like you didn't want the like heaving chest bullshit, like whatever. And then you read Tessa and you go, I'm a Tessa Bailey girly. Like this kind of, this is my jam. Like I like this. I love the funny. I still like the, my other things. The dry I'm, humor. Yes. The, just the goofy oh the banter is laughing like, at yourself sure. that's yeah. what I always like about those characters because I feel like you can see yourself in them like in yeah. the like ridiculousness this um that's why I really liked this this book but all of the the not so me cutes were very funny and then the last thing um I've been reading the Emily McIntyre, like the villain stories that she's had. Yes. So I finished, I read the original one. Scarred. Yep. Hooked, scarred. Um, What was the other one I just finished? I don't even remember. What was it about? Oh, Wretched. Mm -hmm. So this one was different because the other ones have been like men. This one was like a Wizard of Oz Okay. Thing. So I thought it was me Disney villains, but it's just like in general. Villains general. Um, okay. Yeah. So that like she's essentially like Alphaba. Um Ooh. and you know, uh spicy? Yes. Oh yeah. There's yeah, that's their their spicy villain retellings. They're dark. So it's like she's uh her family, you know, is like mm-hmm. slinging heroin. It's called Flying Monkey. Oh my um, god. And this guy is a um DA agent tasked with getting into this group and figuring out who the supplier is mm-hmm. being just like attached to her liking her whatever and you know trying to get close to her to figure out who's growing it where are they getting it from whatever and um I just really I love these they're short mm-hmm. they're like 300 pages they're so good um and I just I yeah I really liked it so um I just finished that one. And I will say too, what I like, I mean, I don't know if I guess I like it or if it's kind of like a spoiler, but like when I read these books, if you kind of like remember the original story, you can kind of know a little bit of how something might happen or what character might like, you know, betray or like turn into something. Cause like in the hooked book, there's a character named Smee. And I was like, okay, well, Smee right. is going to do some shit. Um, even though, like, he's being portrayed as, like, a great guy and whatever for a while. And so it was, like, when I figured yeah. out in this book who Oz was. I love those different characters. Yeah. I was like, hmm, okay. We're going to watch. We don't trust you. We're going to see. Um, <laughs> I don't trust you just yet. So I just finished it uh, this morning, and I'm starting the next one, which is, like, a Jasmine Jafar situation. Ooh, love it. Um, so we'll see. I just like I'm like this is the last one, like that's all she's all. I love. Up. Like, I think she's got more character but... retelling. Like yeah, Smee. <laughs> obviously, there's a lot of different Peter Pan, like Peter Wendy mm-hmm. things. Yeah, and in Never King, 
Smee is a woman. Ooh, I like I that. I know. Like, I just, and she's just like this badass who, like, you don't fuck with her. And I'm like, that's just so different from, like, bumbling idiot Smee. You know, too. Like, yeah. it's not just, like, who, what they look like, but the whole personality is different. But you're like, give Smee a chance. Like, he's right-hand man to Hook. Like, obviously, it's not that dumb, even though he's written to be in the book. Like, Yeah, know. right. <laughs> Figure it out. No, I like that. Um, I read a lot of books, but as I've said, I've just been kind of consuming them and not really being like, wow, this is so great. And I do blame that on Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Tomorrow and Crescent City. Because those were just such two amazing books that I read already this year and we're still in February. So it's like a lot of books when you read a really good book, you're like, okay, this one was okay. And you're like, was it a bad book or was just like the other shit I was reading was just so good that this is like mediocre compared Mm -hmm. to like, I don't want to bash the book I read. So I'm going to tell you about the podcast that I forgot to fucking mention, even though I totally told you about it. So I don't know how. The Akatar Deep Dive. Yes. So if you are a fan of Akatar or Last Podcast, you more than likely know that LPN, Last Podcast Network, they did a deep dive of Dune. And so like me and you had done an Akatar recap. Like when they say deep dive, this is a deep dive. It's literally like read chapters one through 18. And then that's what we're going to talk about. And it's deep, deep, in-depth shit about Sarah J Maas I didn't know stuff that I just didn't really think about like she started writing this when she was like 23 wow and like her progression I mean she's 36 now which I was like I can't believe she started reading Akatar or writing Akatar at 23 when Throne of Glass already existed like that's wild to me right like, that's what she was you writing right Glass? right <laughs> Ma- mommy's getting paid anyways <laughs> Like, I was like when you think you're accomplished <laughs> go talk to Sarah J Maas about it yeah and it was just so interesting like we've talked about how like her like Jewish background upbringing or whatever like her it might inspire you know like the folklore and stuff that's in the stories but I didn't know about like the Scottish story of Tamlin never heard of it and there's another story that's like kind of inspo from it it was just really cool that I felt like I was educated on something that I felt fairly well-versed about, but I'm like, this is cool. And I, I liked reliving the story again. Like I was texting my other friend and she's like, oh my God, no, I'm, I'm in the middle of reading like the first 18 chapters before I listened to the episode. Like I'm not listening to the episode. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like for me, it was the recap, like listening to it. So yeah, I didn't yeah. have to read it. It was That's just nice like, though. but it was made me laugh shit about fair. I didn't really think about like, they were talking about like her character and like who she is. And like, obviously these books are written from different perspectives. So you're going to look at Farah and you're going to look at Nesta differently in the first book than you are the last book. Right. They're talking about similar almost to Taylor Swift's music, like her maturity writing the first book versus writing the last book. And apparently like her getting spicier and spicier was part of her literally wanting them to take it out of the YA section. Like mm-hmm. she wrote on purpose to be like, these books ain't for YA. <laughs> like, yeah. Know. Um, so I thought that was funny because I didn't really know that that was part of it. I did see something and I don't really know what that was, but like I did feel like I saw something on TikTok where like because they've re they've made new covers for mm-hmm. Throne of Glass that something like and I think they got 
reclassified like out of YA. Like, oh, I, feel like they I think she was talking some... about Akadar, but yeah. Yeah, but I think that. I saw that, that like someone was like, these are YA and they're like, no, they're not YA or something yeah. to that effect. It was just, it was funny, yeah. but they're, like Farah, Farah's depth as like a person was just like, I just want to paint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like, give this bitch some paints. It's all she wants to paint. Right, um, right. I don't know. It, it was really good. So if you search on Spotify, whatever, Actar, it'll pop up. They have beautiful cover art and it was very enjoyable. I think tomorrow's the next episode. They have Tuesday episode or I'm going to release this on Wednesday. So there should be three episodes out by now. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I oh, I like that. There's not like a million to do. So No, there's I one little beginner that. episode. That's kind of like, this is the show. This is what Akatar is. This is what we're going to talk about. And then like they released that little shorty. And then they had like an hour long first episode was like chapters one through 18. And they literally tell you like, read to this page for next episode at the end Ooh, of it. Okay. And I'm like, I, like I know I'm like, fuck, I need to reread these. <laughs> I wanted to reread Daisy Jones and the six before that came oh, out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't have time for these things. My TBR yeah. schedule. Mm. All those um, books on your TV are just staring at you. Yeah, I guess the last, I guess the only book I will mention is the one that we're reading for next week because I started it. I just, um, I started it this morning too. Yeah, I like it because, I mean, a lot of these period pieces, Bringing Down the Duke by Evie Dunmore, I like that there's already three out. So I know if I love it, I can satiate that and go get more mm-hmm. <laughs> like immediately. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's cute. Like the main character, Annabelle, she's a student. She's like a suffragette. I think that aspect is, is fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, just when it's like, a, obviously that's a time when it's like, women don't need to be educated. Uh, yeah. I'm listening to the like, audiobook what? and like, literally like the first couple pages and the cousin's like, well, you already know how to read. Yeah, like, isn't learn that more. enough? Why do you need to go to Oxford? <laughs> um so I just think it's cool it's like they're the first class of like women students at Oxford so just like what that must have been like and then trying to navigate social society of like you're not from an affluent family um but also you're trying to it's almost like you're what's the word I'm looking for like you're trying to be more than what your station should allow you to be Oh, yeah. People kind of almost look. Yeah, like people are almost like looking at her, like, why are you even trying? Like, you're from like a merchant family. Like, you're never going to be a duchess. You're never going to be. Yeah. Why are you even trying? Why is this necessary? Right. Yeah. But I'm like 60% through. So I'm really enjoying that. I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. And I can't wait to see what you pick out for us next. I know. (laughs) Have you even thought about it? Yes. Um, no, cause I want, <laughs> I haven't really thought about it yet. Cause I've been, I got to look at like, kind of like my TBR cause we're mood readers and I want to do some, I want to do a little shift from Ooh. romance, I think. So, yeah, um, I mean, we're done with February. We're, yeah, we're, we're I almost mean, but done. I always read romance. So. Well, that too. We just don't want to bore you guys with only romance. Um, right. Well, we have to wish you a happy birthday before we sign off because oh, your birthday is soon. So, Wish Dylan a happy birthday and 
if you guys want to join us for our next book recap, we are doing that next week. Um, again, there's no due dates. You don't have to like. It's Wednesday. Be done by Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, be done by Wednesday. Um, yeah, just play, it, just play it whenever you finish the episode. But we will have spoilers as we always do. So just make sure you listen to the book first. Unless you have zero intention of giving a shit if it's spoiled or not. Um, bringing down the dupe by Evie Dunmore next week. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week. We can't wait. But until then, read books. It's, it's weird out there. there. <laughs> Bye. Happy Bye. birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Got a book recommendation for us? Send it to halfbakedbookclub at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at halfbakedbookclub. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Hometown Spice, where Dylan and her hometown bestie dive into the spiciest reads you can imagine. The Half-Baked Book Club podcast was created, written, and produced by Lana Rich and Dylan Harrison. For more information, head to halfbakedbookclub.com. 